We're live. We're live. We're live. We're live. We're live. Hi, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Cheers. 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 Um, we are doing a special edition of Tea Time all the way from Overland Park, this is, I guess. Overland Park, Unity Village, Kansas City area. Yes. One minute you're in Kansas, one minute you're in Missouri, <laughs> one minute you're in Teton. Correct. And um, we got quite the temporary rig here, so if um, you are not hearing us well, please tell us in the comments section. Um, we have this nice little Furby thing over here that is supposed to be giving us sound, but we don't know. And we'll just go with it, right? We will. And I have my computer on my uh, lap here so that I can take questions from you. This is an interactive experience. We're here with Martha Creek. Um, I hope you know her. If not, you'll know her better after this tea time. Um, is there anything you want to say to people watching out there? I'm very glad you're here. I know for sure that wherever you are in the world, you're making a difference today. And that makes my heart grow and grow and grow. I thank you for that. And I believe that today is a day for us to literally and actually begin again. And if you want to know more about me or the workshops and seminars and things, it's all at MarthaCreek.com. Awesome. Um, so this is all about um, beliefs, looking at beliefs, looking at beliefs that are serving us, not serving us, uh, causing us stress, anxiety, joy. Um, and Martha has been doing this work for... 20-some years. 20-some years, so she knows something, right? <laughs> I do! I know what hurts, and I know what hurts less. <laughs> so please chime in when you can. Um, ask um, your questions about beliefs. If you have a belief that you just can't let go of, um, let's talk about that. Yeah, or torment you. Like it's something that just is Velcro to you. Like we can step you through a process that can maybe loosen up some of that Velcro. Yeah. It, it could also help to hear that the beliefs you have are the beliefs we've had as a species, as a, as a, as a humanity since the beginning of time, since the beginning of creation. So it's not really your belief. And that's even that could lift some stress. So it's not like my thoughts, my problems, my issues, my beliefs. It's like there's nothing that's ours. There's nothing that's mine. And just dropping that my and then dealing with it with I have thoughts, I have these stories, I have these beliefs. Mm -hmm. And then we could, we'll see the consequences of those. But even to depersonalize those some could go a long way today in getting out of some stress and anxiety. Mm -hmm. So drop the my. <laughs> um, let me ask you uh, a personal question for me. I find that um, because I've been doing this work, I've done this work with you and I've, I try to integrate it into my practice every day. And I feel like there's always beliefs coming up that are stressful and it's getting easier for me to drop these beliefs. But where I find it hard is when I'm with people dropping those beliefs, if that makes sense. So um, people that necessarily are holding these beliefs that I'm dropping and they're like looking at me like I'm crazy for being able to let that go. How do you deal with that? Well, to allow for them to keep it as long as they want to. So it's like allowing them to have their pain, mm -hmm. allowing them to have the belief, allowing them to have the suffering from the belief. And then it helps me to relate to like just a minute ago, I had that belief. <laughs> or for 40 years, I had that oh, belief. Yeah. 
so it left me when it left me mm-hmm. and I've been working at that and it may never leave them they may never work at it um, and they may go all, of their, all the way to their grave with that belief mm-hmm. and it's fine it's fine yeah. So then they can say, hey, I can say, hey, it's daylight. And they can say, no, 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 I believe it's dark. <laughs> and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Not a oh, Yes, 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 yes. Or if they're open to it, it's like, is that stressful? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you believe that there's something wrong with you, honey. You're believing mm-hmm. something's wrong with you. I believed it for 40 some years and I still have the belief that there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. You know, and if I've turned the coffee over here, it'd be like, oh, self hate, recrimination. What was I thinking? I should have checked the lid. It shouldn't have been so close to the edge. Should, mm-hmm. should, 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 all over. Versus I could have the coffee spill, see that this hand did it. Uh-huh. <laughs> and not should on it. Maybe. Maybe not should on that hand yeah. that did that. And and then, and then somebody say, Martha, look what you did. And it's like, I used to believe Martha did that too. <laughs> so I would understand why they believe that, honey. Mm-hmm. They're believing what I believed before. I didn't believe that this there's a me. Yeah. And that me did that versus this is the way it unfolded. And then there's two ways to be with spilled tea. <laughs> <laughs> Panicked or not. Yes, yeah. or like get the cup, get a lid on it, get a cloth and... Yeah. So I, what, I know that you have certain um, things that you do, but what was... Can you tell the people watching from wherever, um, what did you do to get out of that, this is me doing this? Well, by practicing, like mm-hmm. witnessing, like just sitting here. You know, if we start to say, oh, there's a me here. It's like, well, I didn't fold my legs like this. <laughs> I didn't tell that foot to go that direction. <laughs> like you blinked. Yeah. Yeah. Like you didn't say, Jason, Jason, we're on camera, blink. Yeah. Blink, now blink again. And it's blinking. Yeah. And apparently there's blood circulating and oxygen passing through cells and all sorts of things. Uh-huh. So it's like really just pulling up sometimes and getting a broader view of what this is uh-huh. and how little I have to do with it. And it's so freeing. Yeah. <laughs> it just felt so much better to disidentify than to deeply and more deeply identify because the more deeply I identify with this, the more I think I gotta keep it alive, the more I gotta make sure it doesn't turn tea over <laughs> and it's not possible. Yeah. So it's 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 not it's so stressful that it and until we come out of that it's a chronic state of anxiety. Yeah. And that sounds you know I I love you and I love this and I know this works but it, when I do interviews and stuff I like to play devil's advocate and so this sounds great but how does this play out in like work environments where you have deadlines and you have things to do and maybe you just can't get to it and your boss comes over and says Martha you know, what happened with this? And you say, well, it wasn't me doing it. Well, no, I wouldn't say that, honey. Yeah, I wouldn't say that, but I could still hold it. I would, I could still hold that understanding. Mm-hmm. So if you're my boss and you say, Martha, why didn't this get done? Then I'm going to answer it as literally as I can. Mm-hmm. Like I had five other things that I was working on and I didn't make this a priority. I didn't understand the deadline. 
or I literally just could not meet the deadline. Like I set a deadline that I believed I could accomplish at the time I set it, and uh -huh. it wasn't actual. So it would be more of a literal act, a literal answering of the question, uh -huh. no kind of um, enlightenment to answer. <laughs> like there's no me, honey, like nobody yeah. wants to hear that. Well, few people yeah. want to hear that, yeah. but certainly not in a work environment. It could be very consequential yeah. to do something like that. I mean, we could they could send us off to an institution <laughs> uh, with an with an answer like that, <laughs> like some, oh. Martha's on a new medicine, you know, Mar Martha Martha or Martha needs a medication, versus just literally answering the question. But feel yeah. the difference of Jason. Why didn't you get this report done on time? And then going into some kind of panic, like. God, that's such a good question. Yeah. Like, why didn't I get that report done on time? <laughs> it's like, why is such a good question? Uh -huh. And then it could be like, well, I, I did this and this and this instead. Um, I didn't have the data I needed to complete it. Like, whatever's true. Yeah. We would just put forth a true answer for it. And it's like, well, you're in big trouble not getting the report done. Yeah. It's like, well, what else could we do besides put me in trouble? <laughs> so I, you want the report done I want the report done we have everything in common and here's what it'll take for me to get the report done and here's an adjustment to the timeline or here's these five other things that I split my energy off to do that I've got to set aside so do you want those or can you farm them out so that I can actually get this deadline done and it sounds like what you're talking about is what you often talk about, one of the benefits of this process, which is you stay in being able to function. Yes. And come up with creative solutions. And, yes. And be able to communicate better. Yes. Resourceful. Mm -hmm. a very uh, clear thinking. This is what actually went down. And, and to if we cannot fall into some kind of defense strategy, like how dare you ask me why or don't can't you see how hard I'm working or can't you see after all I've done for you in this company versus going it's it's such a good question and we have the same goal we have a goal here just to get this report done I have a goal to get it done so uh -huh. we're really we really are working on the same way and if we go into defense strategy we won't have any creative thinking any kind of innovation like what would ease this what would help me to actually get this doggone thing done? Uh -huh. What would help me complete this? What would what would in, uh, conducive my environment so that I could uh, work with more focus or whatever? And we have a lot of access to a big part of our brain that is capable of that, uh -huh. that we seldom ever access because we'll go into the defense strategy of how dare you and you're pressuring me and I can't believe it and you don't appreciate me and yeah. give me some love and now I can't trust you and oh my god that tone of voice triggers me instead of like this is somebody like just asking a question yeah and we're <laughs> about to did. go to war exactly <laughs> pull out the big guns you got it yeah and and then whatever war looks like because for some it will be confrontation but for mm -hmm. some it's passive silent, withdraw, screw you, I'll show you, retaliation, mm -hmm. in subtle and not so subtle ways. Yeah. So, and nobody's immune from this, mm -mm. you know, got a pulse, got some triggers. <laughs> <laughs> I love this conversation. Let's, um, let's check in on the comments and see if anybody has any questions. Um, Marilyn tuned in and she says, I believe that I made bad choices. Can you talk about that? I know, I know you talk often about good and bad and how 
Um, yeah, so Marilyn, yeah. what I'd encourage you is to just try dropping the bad, the word bad, and feel the difference of I made choices without any reference for the choices being good or bad. And there's a lot of power in that because believing what you believed at the time, the choice you made makes perfect sense. Mm. Believing what you believed at the time and the circumstances you were in, the choice you made was not a bad choice. It's after that that we look back on it and call it a bad choice. But that's from a, that's from a hindsight of it. So if you drop the word bad and go, I made the choice I made, um, it's going to be a little easier on you and less stress. So I made the choice I made, believing what I believed at the time, that had to be the choice in this particular situation. Yeah, Neil Donald Walsh says it a different way. He says nothing is inappropriate given somebody's view of the world. Absolutely. So nothing, no bad choice was made given your view of a situation, given your view of a circumstance, given your view of your options. And when we're in very intense situations and even often trauma or confusion, bewilderment, it's um, we're going to make choices that we're going to later call bad. And I encourage you, all of you, anybody listening, and I'm listening to get this bad and good business down if we can and be more literal about it, which is I made I made the choices I made. Mm -hmm. And I'm absolutely learned from them now. So just like I touched a hot stove and you oh Martha, that was such a bad choice. And it's like, well, it was neither a bad or good choice. I touched the stove, it burned, and now I know about touching stoves. So it wasn't a bad choice. Mm -hmm. Now I know what burns. So even though it burned, I know now. So there's nothing in vain about that. So there was mm -hmm. some learning from those choices that we made. Mm -hmm. And doesn't mean we have to like them. Doesn't mean it didn't hurt or even traumatize. And there's been some learning from it also. Mm -hmm. um, I love this teaching of good and bad and being mindful of where you're putting things in those two columns. And it reminds me of um, the biblical story, Adam and Eve and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And in the Bible, that's when, <clears throat> excuse me, all hell broke loose. Um, when they, Literally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's when hell was formed. Yeah. When they, when they, became knowledgeable about good and evil and we see that in our lives we're always putting something in a bucket this is either good or this is bad and what would life be if we didn't put anything in any of those categories and it just was what it is which is what's actually true and the very same thing we call bad uh, somebody else will not call bad which yeah. is what's created all the wars in the world <laughs> yes. Then even in our lives, we'll say, this food is bad. Then we may eat it tomorrow. Yeah. So the food that was bad today, like, no, no, none of that. It's like tomorrow we may order it. Yeah. <laughs> so the mind is shifting and changing just like that. And then the more rigid we get in that, the more apt we are to um, confront or mm -hmm. at least to be under the spell of conflict. Yeah. And so all until that label is loosened up, and that we accept what is, is, and not just theoretically. Like, I'm, I'm in a lot of houses, you know, 
traveling around and many of them have little plaques in their houses that says what is is <laughs> and it's one thing entirely to have a plaque in your house that says that and another thing entirely to live that out that what uh. is is and that what is includes everything under the sun not oh no I want to be with kind people mm -hmm. it's like there's going to be times of kindness and times of unkindness and times of respect and times of disrespect and I'm disrespectful at times I'm respectful at times I will receive disrespect at times I will receive respect at times and as long as I'm rejecting disrespect then I'm in conflict with it mm -hmm. so only into the degree that I allow for that I don't have to like being disrespected but I have to allow for it because it will absolutely occur not a matter of if yeah. just when who from what are what's going to be the circumstances and I'm the one that labeled it that <laughs> yes, you did. I'm the one that labeled what is mm -hmm. which is just what is the second I don't like it the second I don't get what I want I'll say that is disrespect mm -hmm. and then this is where all the beliefs are formed that I believe that's disrespect I made it up entirely then went into a relationship with it as though it's true mm -hmm. instead of no this is what is and if I don't name it disrespect I'm not going to embody it as that which is unity's basic teaching yeah. that whatever you name it you're going to experience it <laughs> so if I don't name it disrespect I'm not going to experience it as disrespect yeah. and then the work is all about looking at these beliefs we've already put in place and that we've, we've adopted and have been adapted to since creation to say, oh, I don't know what disrespect is, and to say, can you be sure? Yeah. Is it really true? What are the consequences on you if you continue to believe that that's disrespect? And who would you be in the same situation if you simply didn't believe it's disrespect? Yeah. And then there's freedom, again, liberation, <laughs> a new possibility. I love it. <laughs> It's so, uh, to be honest, it's so hard to do interviews with you because so, I'm so captivated by what you're saying. Oftentimes, I'm like, oh, wait, there's a camera there, and we have to talk to people out there. Um, so we do have questions. Um, David says, you believe you have overcome a hurt, hurtful thought, then it comes back again. Any advice? Yeah, to um, accept that it will come back. So these are not one time, not one up things. So it's a hurtful thought. And in my experience, and likely in yours, if you look, David, when the thought comes back, if you continue to meet that thought with some understanding, if you allow for that thought, that that thought is a, a fine thought, even though it's hurtful, I'm going to allow for it. It's going to hurt less and continue to question it. Um, and in my experience, the more I question the same thought, they still come back to me too. Just so you know, there's nobody immune from this. So this is not a character defect in you, honey. This is, this is the way of the, the mind and its functioning and how the operating system goes. And over time, the more I've questioned that, the less Velcro that thought had. So the more I question it, the less it hurts. The more I question it, the less hold it has on me. And the more space I can give it and allow for it, the less um, I'm in stress over it or conflict. So hopefully that'll help too. Mm -hmm. The work is free, by the way, at thework.com. So use those resources for your own loosening it up. Mm -hmm. And I found that <coughs> beliefs beget beliefs. <laughs> so there's so many 
bundle together. And when you start unraveling them, like in David's case, you know, when he says, let me get this exactly, you believe you have overcome a hurtful thought, then it comes back again. Well, there's also this belief that that thought's hurtful. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just it's just an unraveling of all these beliefs that kind of gather together and have a party. Yes, and that's really how it started because it started with one thought, which mm-hmm. would, if we narrowed this down, there's something wrong with me, I'm bad, I've done something bad, I have no power, I have no value, I have no safety. Mm-hmm. I and don't then, belong. I don't belong, which is really a um, safety thing or power value that's like that. I don't belong. And then that one thought then becomes, and the mind starts gathering proof to support that. (laughs) So it's like in the beginning there is the conclusion, which are these core (laughs) basic thoughts, and then we start gathering evidence to support all that. So then that little seed of a thought became this big belief system which becomes a story which becomes our identity so then I am the one who doesn't belong so then mm-hmm. somebody can go to dinner and not invite me and it's like there it is I was right I don't belong I don't belong <laughs> it's like they went to dinner like <laughs> it's a different matter and, and then I would not I would stand there paralyzed instead of going excuse me may I join you yeah. could I join you for dinner and it's like I'd be paralyzed to ask because I'm so concreted in I don't belong and I have more proof for it versus continuing to test these yeah. beliefs, any belief that's hurtful to say I'm going to test it to see and then if they say no, you can't join us, are you kidding? It's like it was just a question yeah. then if I'm not so concreted in I don't belong here, I'd go find somebody to go to dinner with the mind would be open, free, resourceful, thoughtful. Like, where else could I go? Where's an opening here? <laughs> Instead of more proof that I don't belong. Yeah. I love that when you said, we start at the conclusion. <laughs> yeah. That is so true. Like, we already make up our minds that something is true. Yes. And then... Which was handed down to us. Yeah. Yeah. And little kids, as little kids, we didn't know. We didn't know. You know, they said, don't you lie. Now, don't you lie while they're lying (laughs) and then it's a lie to say don't lie because every human lies Mm -hmm. but then we grow up with the shame and guilt about lying instead of just accepting I'm going to lie sometimes I will lie sometimes you will lie sometimes the whole of humanity is going to lie sometimes just like I'm going to inhale and exhale Mm -hmm. (laughs) so there'll be times of lying and times of truth telling yeah. And we drew that little line down and went, lying is... Bad. Yes. Instead of Unless like, it's a white lie. <laughs> <laughs> then oh. lying is good. See, that's really something, honey, because yeah. that's exactly what happens. When I'm lying, it's justifiable. Yep. When somebody else is lying, it's unforgivable. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine are small good. white lies. Yeah. Theirs are giant dark lies. And you had to lie. <laughs> and they like betrayed was, me. Yeah. And, Yes, yes. Wow. So this is another way that it identifies, which is how we, um, but it's still underpinned with shame and guilt and self-hate and recrimination and some kind of belief that um, I'm not okay Mm -hmm. and then trying to prove I'm okay and the efforting the exhaustion of, of trying to be a somebody. A lot of energy. I need to try to be a somebody. 
versus being a nobody. Yeah. <laughs> and that scares you. <laughs> well, just try it for today. Yeah. Just today. Just try it as a laboratory, like you're in a laboratory to test it. You don't have to be it or do it or don't do it because Martha or Jason said it. But you see, how would my day be today? How much more energy would I have today if I didn't try to be a somebody? <laughs> Try that out and get back to us. <laughs> Comment in this. I really want to hear how that goes for you. I'm going to try it today. Um, let's see. Alina joined. Alina De La Paz. Hey, hi, Alina. Hi, honey. She says, good morning, beautiful. I'm not sure if you're talking to me or Martha, <laughs> but we'll accept it. Um, uh, Reverend Juan joined. Hey, Reverend Juan. Um, he's joining us here at conference. Let's see if somebody else had some questions here. Um, Marilyn, who commented earlier, she says, "How do we move on and not repeat it, which can not repeat it, which continues to happen?" Well, there's no not doing anything. So if it's going to repeat itself, it'd be like saying, "How can I not repeat a hurricane?" It's like, no, the hurricane has its own life. So the hurricane's going to repeat according to the nature of the, of the weather and the hurricane and what's happening with planet spinning. So um, what I don't know what you're talking about specifically, and you're welcome to contact me right through MarthaCreek.com if I can help you specifically with this. But it, uh, most things in the world, a high percentage I'd say even, or maybe everything is going to repeat itself. So there's no not getting it to repeat. So instead, how can you be different with it? How can I be different with it when it occurs again, when it arises again, when the situation happens again, when it repeats itself again? How can I be different with the same situation? How can you be different? How can you relate differently to it? How could you keep your functioning up just a little bit? It may be that you have a better boundary setting or you have a better limit that you can put on. You may be clearer minded with, you know, I'm not going to do this or this is what I will do. This is what I won't do. And when we don't get so uh, defensive and offended and victimized by it, the mind stays open and above the line, so to speak, so that we have this cognition, this thinking capacity to go, what would a sane person do in this situation? What would be a sensible action for me to take in this situation instead of doing what I've always done? Mm -hmm. And it will require some pausing to say, you know, this is a dance that I've done before. This is, I'm repeating something here. And they may repeat, but I'm not going to repeat. So what could I do that would get me out of the repeat? So there's possibilities. <laughs> Um, shall we go into the universal beliefs sheet from Byron Katie and pick out some of these universal beliefs um, that cause some of us pure hell? Yeah, these are on the website under universal beliefs at thework.com and resources. Yeah. Um, and if you send us an email to info at unityonthebay.org, I can send this PDF over to you. But the, So Byron Katie, the creator of the work, she has this... PDF that is basically beliefs that we all hold mm -hmm. um, across all cultures too. Yeah. I've been to many many schools, nine day schools for the work. People from f fifty countries there. Every walk, size, shape, thoughts the same, beliefs the same, cross culture, cross race, cross gender, cross religion, cross profession. 
beliefs the same. So this sheet that Jason's referring to is really the basis of human suffering across the species. So here's one that we often say in spiritual communities, I feel your energy. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> well, then if we use the work, it would be, is it true, Jason, that you feel my energy? It feels true. <laughs> And it feels through because you're thinking that it's true. Mm. So can you absolutely know that what you're feeling is my energy? No, I can't. Now, see what that feels like. To like wake up to that. That no, I can't well, know mm -hmm. what I'm feeling is Martha's energy. Mm -hmm. So that's an awakening to where you begin and end and where I begin and end. Mm. I see what you're saying. There's a lot of people out there that feel that they are subject to other people's energies. Yes. And so that you're to blame for me not feeling well. Absolutely. Mm, gotcha. And then they may, may go to their grave believing that when it's mm -hmm. absolutely not so. Mm -hmm. That whatever you're feeling can is not Martha's feeling. Mm -hmm. And even if you're looking to absorb Martha's feeling, then what you're, what's going on in you is mm -hmm. controllable only within you. And most of them are waiting for Martha to shift for me to feel better. Or we're waiting for the other one to shift so we can feel better. So it's like, I'm so uncomfortable because you're making me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Versus, no, I'm uncomfortable and I'm going to deal with it. And I don't know what you're going to do, but I know what I'm going to do within me. So what's the consequences on you? How do you react when you believe you, you, you know what I feel? Was that what it was, honey? Yeah, I feel your energy. That when you believe I f it's you're feeling my energy, mm -hmm. what are the consequences to your life? How do you react about that? I feel a victim to however you're feeling. Because <laughs> it'll, uh, it'll, it'll eventually be everybody. Honey. Yeah, and also I'm not home to be with my feelings. Yes. <laughs> I'm over there in Martha land. Yes, honey. Then there's no one there to live that life. Yeah. And then to address those feelings. To yeah. care for them. And to see eventually what thought caused that feeling. Which is what we're doing here. Mm -hmm. So thought as cause, feelings as effect. So we're, we're desperately trying to shift a feeling without ever looking to see what thought caused it. Mm. And that's what the work is about, getting to cause. So feelings are a portal to say, let me go through this portal of the feeling to see what thought is actually causing this. And then work at the level of cause. So this is why you say that stress is often an alarm for us, that we're believing something that's not true. Yes, yes. And then stress then is a friend. If we use it, to go, as a doorway to get in there, as an opening to get in there to see what caused this stress, what's causing me to have this feeling, what caused this creepiness to run over me, whatever the effect is that we think is her energy. <laughs> it's like the, her energy is a thought that's causing this. Yeah. So who would you be if you didn't believe the thought, I feel her energy? What would it be like to live free of the thought, I feel her energy or their energy? 
and liberating. Free. Free to be me. Like I, I like I said before, it feels like I've like coming home to self. Coming home here, not being out here in the world, like, okay, what's going on here? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's the power of the work, honey. Mm-hmm. And that took um, less than a minute <laughs> to just pick a thought, ask the questions, is this thought true? Can I absolutely know this thought is true? What's the free effects on me if I continue to believe it? Mm-hmm. And who would I be if I didn't believe it? And then turn it around, like flip the thought around to the opposite, which is I feel your energy. I feel my energy. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, oh. Oh, that's a revelation that I could feel my own energies. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then yeah. that's and then eventually and over time that gets more interesting. Like that's the one place in the world if there's any control if 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 there's any control that's the one place there's any yeah. to adjust my own feeling base and to take responsibility for that instead of you caused it you it's did it it's your fault it's your fault what's another turnaround for I feel your energy I don't feel your energy mm-hmm. yeah wow so regardless of what's going on in my face honey you can't know what's causing it. Mm-hmm. If I'm crying, you have no idea what's causing me to cry. And your mind will make up something. Martha's so sad. Martha's in grief. Martha's mother's died. Martha's mad at me. Martha's overcome a gratitude, <laughs> which any <laughs> could be true. Yeah. But we don't know what caused it. And we'll make up what's causing it. Mm-hmm. And then what we're actually feeling is our discomfort. Yes. And then we go into fix-it mode because we don't want to be uncomfortable. And it, Yes. And then we believe that my comfort hinges on Martha getting comfortable <laughs> instead of I can be comfortable whether Martha's comfortable or not. That's never happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, ah. just wait. Yeah. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic, by the way. And it happens to all, to yeah. all honey. Yeah. yeah. Wow. We just don't have to be stuck in it as long. So this is a key word for me this year. Maybe it'll help here to really practice observing, not absorbing. Observing, not absorbing. Yes. Nice. So I'm observing Jason, and I'm not going to give meaning to it. going to regulate myself. I'm seeing what's arising in me, and as, and and I'm not going to absorb that by giving it meaning, going into fixing mode, and then my discomfort is my job. If I really want comfort, you know, and I did a workshop here yesterday, and they quoted me as saying, "I saw you in 2016, and this is what you said to me," and it's like if you. Um, haven't had enough suffering yet, just keep doing what you're doing because it'll be full of suffering, honey, to, to jump in there to like, make your life about making Martha happy yeah. or making your life about Martha feeling well or feeling good or easing Martha's pain versus like allowing Martha to have her pain mm-hmm. and regulating my own anxiety 
and regulating my own um, discomfort instead of letting it hinge on somebody else mm -hmm. shifting. Mm -hmm. um, what I want to say about that, what I find often interesting about the Bible, and here it, in the unity movement, we actually look at the Bible metaphysically, um, but never in the Bible did Jesus ever go and say, you need to be healed. Everybody always sought him for healing. And I think that's so powerful how um, we actually need to make the decision whether we want to move ourselves out of hell. And nobody can come up to us and say, oh, I'm going to give yes. you a healing today because yes. you really need it. Yes. And I think that's what you're talking about, like being present with somebody and not and just observing and not absorbing and allowing them to realize their own power in their decision to move out of hell or not. Absolutely. And to accept that some, even though we say we want to move out of suffering, hell, anxiety, it's not true. It's not true yet because yeah. we're getting something from that. We're getting, you know, this <laughs> brain scientist for people. Well, sympathy and collusion and commiserating and Ooh. ain't it awful and awfulizing. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> and it, we're getting a payoff for that too. So even though we say we don't want the drama and we don't like the drama, you know, it's not so. Mm -hmm. There's times that we are getting off on that. To a degree, one of the women having breakfast with me this morning said she was teary and hurting, and she said she feels like if she's not working and working hard, that she has no value. Because mm. that's how I you can relate to that. Well, yes, me too, honey. Like you know, <laughs> offered to go to Workaholics Anonymous <laughs> for four straight decades now, um, and. I'm not dissing workaholics anonymous. It absolutely could be beneficial yeah. to me. And in the meantime, it's like, oh, what else could I do here? Mm -hmm. And the, it, then it's like, who would we be if we didn't believe in a concept of value? Wow. So then if I'm contributing, that's what is. Yeah. If I stop contributing, that's what is. And then we're said, contributing is good. good. <laughs> Not contributing is bad. And then no wonder it cuts our heart out. Yeah. Versus then one day when, you know, if I couldn't get out of the bed, it's like, oh, Martha has no value. <laughs> <laughs> Martha, you, you have no value. It's like, no, that's a concept. Yeah. And one that we've like, taken into our bones and blood. Like we believe it so deeply. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is so depressing, and then we, I got to prove I have value, and I got to be a somebody, and I got to accomplish. And versus, life is unfolding itself. Yeah. There'll be times Martha's up doing something. There'll be times Martha will be in a hospital, in a yeah. bed, or in a coma, or whatever. And it's like Martha's Martha's life's unfolding just right. <laughs> <laughs> and if we don't start putting concepts on it, yeah, then there'll be less stress about it. You're getting so much juicy stuff this morning. Um, if you're just tuning in, we're actually reporting from Overland Park here in Kansas. Uh-huh. Kansas City, Kansas. Uh-huh. Um, and we're actually at the Unity People's Convention, and I had a uh, the pleasure of seeing Martha again here. So I said, I have to get her in front of the camera. I believe that these teachings are life-saving. 
um, at least hell saving. <laughs> um, so if you have any questions, we have about five minutes left. Um, if you have any questions for Martha about, you know, uh, moving past stressful beliefs, um, moving out of hell, we don't mean the physical hell. We yeah. don't really believe in that. Yeah, or uh, theological hell. Yeah. The stress, the anxiety of just what it takes to navigate our lives and relationships and relational dynamics. And Yeah. Um, shall we, in the, we don't have any more questions, but shall we look at another belief in this belief? Yeah, 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 yeah. One of my faves and one of the ones that I struggle with most is, I need more money. Yeah, is it true? <laughs> uh, it certainly feels true. Yeah. yeah. So think about not speaking the word feeling ever again. <laughs> so replace it with the word thinking. Interesting. So I, it certain, I certainly think it's true. <laughs> now feel <Wow>. the difference. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's amazing. And that just that just totally points you in the direction of it's all happening up here. Yes. 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 <laughs> so what just happened is we speak in terms of feeling of yes, I feel that. Yes, I feel that. Yes, I feel that. So as a practice, if you want that, you drop the word feeling. Like don't speak it again and it'll still come through, but you'll have more mindfulness. You just drop it and replace feeling with thinking. So I'm thinking I need more money. I'm thinking I don't belong. I'm thinking they betrayed me. I'm thinking I've been abandoned. I'm thinking they're mad at me. Wow. Which keeps us at the cause, to work in cause. If you just take that little yes. one today and just... Okay, Apply so it. Your two jobs today is to practice being nobody. <laughs> And replacing feelings with thinking. Do those two things and report back to us. And it's nothing against feelings. This is just to get us out of some of this uh, stupor we're in of, of a, from the feeling aspect of ourselves, which is a part of our humanity. But we're so into the feeling um, aspect, some of us, and it depends on the brain wiring, really, um, to just to see what it would be to loosen that up a bit, mm -hmm. to get a little balance. Well, Martha, just when I thought my bag is full of golden nuggets from you, I can put two more in there. Um, but we're about out of time, so thank you for joining me today. You're welcome, honey. Um, thank you for saying yes to connecting in this makeshift environment. Um, we hope that you enjoyed what you heard. Yeah. Um, and Martha's always available to you, MarthaCreek.com. There's also free videos on Martha on my website um, that are very powerful called Pre Power and Presence. You're welcome to use those to apply some of this. And there's 150 podcasts that are all free. So if this teaching is meaningful for you, keep it close to you. Thank you. Um, Deborah, we, I see that you posted a comment or a question. We'll get back to you in the comment section about that. Um, but we are plumb out of time right now. Okay. So we got to go uh, build up our value. <laughs> we got to go beat no value. <laughs> so thanks for joining us. And, I love uh, to you all. Yes, uh -huh. be well. Cheers.